Welcome to Talking Business and Life with Claudio Relsano and Steve Mancini. Claudio and Steve will share their business and life experience to help you grow your business and improve your life. Here's Claudio and Steve. Hello, everyone, and thank you so much for tuning in to Talking Business and Life with Claudio Relsano and Steve Mancini. My name is Claudio Relsano. And I'm Steve Mancini. You know, we do this show, uh, we talk about topics that people, things that people go through, things that we go through. And uh, we really, as we said at the outset of this show, we want to have impact on your life. We don't, we don't write any scripts. As a matter of fact, I just told Steve, what, about 15 minutes ago, let's do this topic. That's right. And the topic for today is not happy where you are in life and in business. Uh, Steve, let's start with you. Uh, when, when I say that to you, What's the first thing that pops in your mind? Well, not happy. That doesn't mean you're not happy in life. But uh, for me, I, I asked you the question. I'm answering no, 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 please it. For me, it's like, okay, I'm good, but I can do better. Well, and I'll also tell you this much, that I think that there is a compartmentalization that needs to occur in our lives if it doesn't. And, and the reason I say that is like this. You have somebody that may not like their job. They're not happy. And they bring that home. And then that infects the home life or vice versa. Someone's not happy at home. They take that to their job and it impacts their job. So not being happy to your point could be everything from, Hey, I just don't have enough money in the bank and I got too many bills. You know, kids got to go to school. I got all these problems. I need money. It's impacting the way I feel the way I impact my feel affects my relationships. It, it, it impacts the way I go to work every day. Cause now I'm ticked off. I think I should have more money and you know, whatever. So now I'm just in an unhappy place. So not being happy where you are might really be a root cause of one thing that's bleeding into a bunch of other things. And now you get this, I'm just unhappy where I am. And it's like, well, well, well tell me what, what specifically, right. you know, what do you think about your home life? Well, we're okay, you know, sometimes blah, 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 but we're okay. Well, what about your job? Well, it's okay. Okay, so now you got a bunch of okays. And the okays then turn into a, um, well, it's okay. Well, you know, again, is it is it bad or is it not bad? Or what what do you what is it that you're unhappy about? And I, and I will tell you this: this is my two cents. There are very few people that truly know why they're unhappy, and that's a big difference between people that say they don't appreciate what they have, and thus say I want more, ergo I'm not happy, versus someone that has something legitimate. It says, I'm really not happy with this. And one kind of final thought would be um, just a, a, a cheesy example that I just thought of. You know, you're, you're at work, you have a decent job, and usually you're okay. But now something's happened. Somebody's left, a new boss, whatever it is. Something, something changes in your work environment that now work environment's changed. Got, we'll use the new boss example. I got a new boss. New boss isn't so nice. Isn't like taxing the crap out of me. I've got a bunch of stuff to do. I'm very busy, et cetera, et cetera. Now I'm not happy in this job that I used to be happy in. Now that starts pouring out into other things. And now someone might come and say, what do you think of your job? Well, if you asked me a week ago, I loved it. Now you ask me now, it's like, well, what's changed? So am I not happy with my life? Am I not happy with my job? Or am I not happy with my boss in my job? You're breaking it down. Right. So yeah. I think I like the topic because it's kind of like it can't all be bad. You know, no matter how bad you, we've talked about this, no matter how bad you think it is, it's not that bad. There's always somebody that's got it worse than you. And there's always something good in your life. You just have to, you know, break it down. When I thought about the topic and now saying what you just said, I remember 
1999, I was an assistant head coach at Quigley Catholic High School. I was coaching my JV team in a tournament. And uh, we, I was very passionate about the game. And i never forget my dad. He said, you know, you treated that job as if it were the Yankees. In other words, I was blooming where I was planted. Right. And, but the frustrating for me, thing for me, even to this day, and I don't mean this in a crazy way by no means or a funny way, but people will, I'll do, it, I'll do an interview or somebody will interview me and they'll list some of the accomplishments and the things that I do and all that kind of stuff. The shows, the baseball, the book, the whole nine yards. And, you know, I'm doing okay. I think I can do better, okay? I'm not saying I'm not happy where I'm at, but I'm not happy where I'm at. I can do more, you know? Again, they asked Greg Norr one time, talk about your career, this, that, and thing. He said, I think I've only accomplished maybe about 25% of what I'm capable of. You know, and I feel, love CMU, love the scouting company I'm with, the Global Scouting Bureau, uh, love doing the shows with Luther and Jim and yourself and, and Joe here, of course. But I, I think that I could be doing more. I think we can be doing better. I think we could be even higher and hear, heard from more people. So I don't think that's a bad thing. I think that's just striving with Dan Marino's quote, you can do more, you can always do more. It isn't that I'm not happy where I'm at because I am, and I – I, I step back and I look at even, we did an interview with Vince Papali on our show, Italian Impact Weekly. Go to italianimpactweekly.com to hear it. But I was, I remember in 2006, the movie came out. I'm watching it. Now here I am interviewing him. He's a friend. In 1981, watching Jerry Cooney destroy Ken Norton. Uh, now he's a friend. Guys I grew up watching, I'm friends with. They're interviewing them on a show that I'm doing. So yeah, it's great. And, and I appreciate it. And things are terrific but I just always feel that I can do a little bit better. And I think that's a good thing. Keeps you alive. So that's a good point because let me ask you this question. When, when people say, I'm not happy where I'm at, I would, I would think that the next question should be, well, where do you think you should be at? Yeah, that's a good question. I mean, and how do you get there? Right, right, because now it's a question, well, I'm not happy. Well, why aren't you happy? My job, my job sucks. Okay. Well, what do you think you should be doing now? And I, I would love to start. I'm going to start asking people that question when they're not. When they tell me they're not happy, I say, "Well, what do you think?" They'll be stuck. Yeah, I think I, I think that's absolutely right. They'll be stuck on stupid because they'll be like, "Well, emotions are so fleeting. Yeah. You, know, you could wake up the same person Good you point. are today. You could wake up tomorrow and be in the best mood ever, but nothing's changed in your life. The next day." You don't get a good night's sleep, or you're just cranky, or you're like me, and the voices in your head won't shut up. And you, you know, you wake up and you're just in a ticky mood, and you're like, "Well, nothing's changed in my life. I'm miserable. I hate it. What, what's this job sucks?" You know, yeah. and you're like, "But you were working the same job yesterday. So what's what? Where do you think you should be right now that would all of a sudden make you happy?" And I'm telling you, a lot of people won't be able to answer that question. That's a that's a good point. I know for myself, I was offered several pro jobs over the years, more than several. And I've turned them down. People say, why would you turn them down? I thought your dream was to coach professionally. My dream was to be in professional baseball. And I also know that if I would have taken those jobs, I would have, and I've had them offered here in the States, Italy, Puerto Rico, um, Mexico, all of, and, of course, here in the States. But I know if I'd have taken them, I wouldn't have been happy. I know that uh, I didn't like the bouncing around all over the country. I know I didn't like taking my family all over the place. I live in the same house I grew up in. Okay, I like stability. But um, a line that Jim Belvano once said, don't mess with happy. If you're happy, uh, don't right. mess with it. So, again, I'm not riding the fence here being hypocritical. I am happy uh, where I'm at, but I'm not going to lie to you. I feel that, like, just uh, let's just talk about our shows here. We do, you and I do two shows together. 
the 10 Impact Weekly, and this show, Talking Business and Life. I think, and we're trying hard to get them, in quotes, picked up by a uh, higher network and, and make more money and get more visibility, more ears, more everything. And, and the boxing show uh, with Jim and Jim uh, Frazier and Luther Dupree, we, we taped today. I watch a lot of shows. I listen to a lot of shows, and I compare. And this is no offense to these shows. I know some shows, as you do, that the guy's making a zillion dollars, and, and they're brutal. There are they're brutal. terrible brutal. shows, not just sports. I'm no, talking no. anything, well, no, entertainment, not even politics. But, right. It's like, oh, how, and, what and, did you do to get this job? Yeah, and know? the boxing shows out there, it, ours is – it's good. If it wasn't good, I wouldn't tell you. I wouldn't say it. But I actually enjoy your boxing show. I actually listen to it. No, yeah, I'm serious. It's I'm a good show. It. It's a good show. But and I but I kind of grew up on box. I wasn't like I wasn't a fanatic boxing fan. Mm-hmm. I'm, we're taking a detour, but I just want to make a comment because I wasn't a fanatic boxing fan. But I used to watch it a lot. Mm-hmm. And so for me, a boxing show, a legitimate, but is very nostalgic. I like it. And well, see, when I not to, we're not getting off the subject, but I, when I first approached Vive Television Network about our show, I said it's, it is a ver- boxing variety show. We're not going to just talk about, for example, the Tyson Fury and Ganu fight. How damn long can you talk about that fight? And but how many other also, people have talked about that but fight? It, right. Right, but, right, but it's how we did it. Right. Okay. It isn't like Luther Jim and I will say, well, yeah, uh, and Ganu did pretty good, and he did better <laughs> than he expected, and Fury's. No, we, our cadence is crazy. Right. We'll, do, we'll, we'll say things. We'll give our opinion. But what do I say before every show? Informative and entertaining. But I, it's frustrating when I know that we could be bigger, okay, and making more in the whole nine yards. That's so, so the thing for the show, somebody out there who's listening to this show, okay, is saying, yeah, that's right. That, that's, that's me. I feel I should be the, VP, the president of, my, of our company, or I should own this building, or I should be the head chef or the, the head coach or whatever. What do I do? Well, keep, keep at it. George Foreman has a line. Uh, stay in line. Okay, like, like, like for me, okay, yes, things happened for me, thank God, and thank my parents, and thank me, and the people who hired me, but how did I get from point A to point B? Without going to every single detail, yes, you, you as I always say, the word top, T-O-P, I had to be tough, I had to overcome it, I had to be persistent, but that thing about being persistent, just hang in there, just one more time, one more time. I was going to quit a bunch of times, but I didn't, for, for my parents, I promised my parents, and to be honest with you, more so for them, but also people who wanted to see me be a bust. But you just got to hang in there, keep working, and keep trying. Some people will try one, they'll contact one person. Oh, I didn't get the letter. I didn't get the job. That's it. I'm the, No, keep at it. Keep at it. Keep at it. The owner of our scouting company, I called him in November of 99. I contacted him two to three times a month for from 99 till he called me in January 2001. I wasn't being a pest, and I even apologize sometimes, okay, um, for, for contacting him. But you just have to keep at it. You're going to get rejected. Keep doing what you're doing. Don't quit your day job, as they say. But if you don't like where you're at, have a goal in mind as to where you want to be and come up with a game plan of how to get there. But that game plan is not going to be A, B, C, D. It's right. going to be A, F. G, B, back and well, forth. It's like Tyson. Everybody has a plan until you punch in the face. And I mean, you're going to get punched. Right. And that's, you know what? That's the, the interesting because I do believe that your worst enemy and your, your biggest adversary is going to be you. Oh, no Because doubt. everybody has a plan and, oh, I want to do this. It's like, you know, but how many people are willing to get up at, you know, I'll just use an app, a, a sports kind of analogy. You know, how many guys are willing to get up at 530 in the morning and go do that two-hour workout with, before work? 
Well, it, right. when Marvin Hagler said it's hard to wake up at five in the morning to go run when you're wearing silk pajamas. So even if you're a zillionaire, right. it's hard to keep keep going. That's right. So you you know that's self motivation. That's why I like your top. You just I've never heard you say that one before. I've never heard that before. But uh, but that's a good one because it is all about self motivation. And unfortunately, you know, people are always looking for someone else to to pull them out of bed. And I, you know, I get it. We all need a little help once in a while. You know, sometimes you get to that point like Ugh, I just need one little tug on the ear. But it isn't always going to be there. But I think if you're not happy where you're at, number one is then where do you think you should be at? That's your goal piece, okay? You ask yourself, well, where should I be? I'm not happy. I'm not happy in my job. Okay, then what job do you, where do you think you should be at? Or where, where do you want to be at that you think will make you happy? I'm not happy in my relationship. Okay. But how do you fix it? How right. do you well, get that's, to that point? That's my point. But, but first thing you've got to do, though, I think, is you've got to identify, I want to call it an exit strategy, just yeah. because it makes it. But what's the exit? Where, where do you define the success that you're all of a sudden happy then? If I say, if God, what you wake up tomorrow and you say, you know what, I've been seeing you for 19 years now, mm-hmm. right? And you say, you know what, this is great, I love it. I'm just not happy here, and I want something else. Okay, where do you want to go? Well, it's like, and, and again, I'll use God sports. This is why sports do have a, a positive sure. value. But I'll use one more quick thing for all the Yenzers from Pittsburgh. You know, Steelers just lost. Everybody been screaming, fire the offensive coordinator. I don't think Tomlin's a good coach. I don't think the, I don't think they're good coaches. But here's the question you got to ask. Okay, you've you've fired them. Now, now what? what? And that's the problem is everybody wants to take a knee jerk reaction, but they don't they don't have a know where they're going to. And and I and I am not one of these people that says, "Well, do something." Well, sometimes doing something makes it worse. So when you're not happy where you're at, don't just say, "You know what? This job sucks. I quit." Oh crap! I got to pay my rent and my bills. Well, you know what, boss? I was a little rash. It was a bad morning. Like, no, you want to quit your job? Quit your job. But wait till you have Plan B ready to right. go. Then you quit your job. Never quit your day right. job. No, yeah. not until you have another I, one lined up. Me personally, I have backups on the backups, and well, I'm gonna keep backing them. There's up. your multiple streams of income, yeah, point. right? Because then right. if something goes away, you're like, all right, I'm not gonna be living on a street corner with a tin cup in my hand. And the thing is, I always have that fear. You mentioned Mike Tyson, his. Uh, of getting punched? That's no, 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 I have that fear. What, what, what's, what was his customato? Oh. He said, fear is a good thing when you use it properly. Or a Fran motivator, the, the quarterback, he used to say, wake up with a sense of urgency. Now, here's a guy who's 82 years old, tons of money, tons of success, Hall of Famer. He goes at it every morning like he doesn't have anything, and I like that. Uh, or stay broke. Damon John, the guy from uh, Shark Tank, he says, you have that broke mentality. But for me... Like I said, people will say, oh, Claudio, you've done X, Y, and Z. Like, yeah, I've done it. And and I don't mean this, in a, again, in a bad way. I, all my dreams have come true, except for being a millionaire. And I'm working on that like mad, okay? But but that's beside the point. But I still... I've got some lotto tickets for I'll you. I'll play them. <laughs> Give them to me. But I, I, want, I, I say, okay, I've done it like Chuck Knoll. I never forget after he won his first Super Bowl. Now what? Well, we got to go after the second one. Go back one. to work. Right. Yeah, you go back to work. And, and I think that's good because that's what life is about. You don't just sit back and, you know, uh, exist. I don't, my mom used to call people like that a piece of meat with eyes. I never want to do that. But there's been many times. And, again, I'll be very honest. I have a wonderful wife. Couldn't ask for – we just uh, got our 25th anniversary. I couldn't ask for a better daughter. I had unbelievable parents. I'm very bl- – I have great friends. And, yes, what I do see – and it is fun, and I enjoy all that stuff. But I just think – not, not the personal side. I don't mean. I, I'm talking about the job stuff. I think I can do better. I think, um, like for example, 
hitting. I, I've talked about hitting many times in baseball. Nobody can come close to me. And I'm being dead honest about that. Teaching hitting, not only teaching hitting, but finding a hole in a hitter, it takes me a quarter of a second to see what's wrong with a hitter. And when I watch it on TV and I see these guys swing and miss, swing and miss in 2022, then they're playing 2023. And it's the same statistics, same thing. Aren't you fixing this guy? Or you can't do it. I don't want to hear that the hitter doesn't want help. He's hitting 220. He doesn't want to hit 290. And what's frustrating for me is, but see, here's the dichotomy of it. Would I take a job in pro baseball? I've turned many down. Would I take one now? Give me a call and offer me, and we'll go from there. But there's certain positions I would take, certain things I would take, okay? No, I don't want to be gone uh, 10 months out of the year. So that's frustrating. And then, like I said, the shows, our show, this show, this show right here, let's just talk about this show. It's giving personal advice. There's no script, no nothing. Hey, Steve, let's do this thing. Or you say, Claudia, let's do it. Okay, end of story. We don't do a uh, pre-production. We bang it away. And we use our past experiences that we've experienced and other people we witnessed experience to help people out. Again, with Jim and Luther, a great show. We don't, like some of these shows, all they do is swear. Or they say, Fury threw a left and he ducked and got him through a right and connected. Then Fury threw an uppercut. Oh my God, how damn boring is that? <laughs> okay, but we might say that, but we say it in a different way and in a better way. Okay, so it's frustrating that somebody's not... Like Chris Corciani on our Italian show said he was ordering a hot dog and some guy said, Chris, how would you like to buy my mortgage company? That's us with these shows. Isn't there somebody out there listening to this show? So you know what? Let's bring these guys on board. Let's give them X amount of money. I know that sounds rather simplistic, but it's not. I, I love the boxing show. I love the three guys and their personalities and what they say. Steve and Claudio, they're, they're very passionate. They're speaking from the heart up, not the neck up about their personal experiences. They're not hiding anything. They're open, and they're not canned, if you know what I mean. It's not scripted. Uh, let, let's let's get them on our show. And we're going to try for that, but it, that, that's the thing that's uh, – maybe you can tell from my voice. It is frustrating because – and I won't go into too much. There's some shows that my wife watches oh, yeah. no. that are unbelievable, unwatchable, unwatchable. I'll leave the room. Stay, stay with me. I'll literally put headphones on. And I'll read just so I can stay, stay with her and my dog. But why would you put that show on? Like what made the Herb Tarlicks of the world? No, not Herb Tarlicks. The program director, uh, Travis on uh, WKRP in Cincinnati. Oh, wow, you're going back. <laughs> but, but why would you what, – what would make you say – and in all honesty, think about the guy who said – I know we're kind of getting off topic. I have an idea. What's that? A sponge that talks. <laughs> A like zillionaire. It. Oh, yeah. Okay, so – you don't know what's going to hit. You really don't know what's going to well, hit. It's like a pet rock. Uh, but that was for suckers. But my daughter, <laughs> my daughter and her boyfriend can recite every single. She don't even know. I don't even know Boy, if my daughter baby. knows that I coach. You know, <laughs> but but uh, she does. But but she can recite every single line of SpongeBob. Uh, what do you call it? SpongeBob SquarePants. SquarePants. No, not that I've watched it. Well, I have but kids. I mean, I, dude, but, but I'm saying so. But it's frustrating At least for we're me. We're not doing Baby Shark, which is something that's uh, almost torturous. Uh, but, you know. But but there's some guys in the boxing world that I look at, and yeah, they have a name, but they don't bring anything to the table. Well, that's the point. Name recognition is everything. Let's yeah, be very but blunt. to get you in the door, but to keep you uh, there, I, I'm not disagreeing with that. You hit on something, you know, and 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 again, this does tie back to the theme of not happy where you are because. I'm like you. I'm actually, I think I'm in a good place. And when I'm not in a good place, I better ask myself, what's 
What is it's making not me not be in a good place? But I want to chime on the shows because on one hand, I like the shows, but I'm like you. I'm not saying this is the best show in the world. It's not. There's always somebody better than you. Who's better? But who does these these topics? I don't know, but I'm just being, I'm just giving them the benefit of the doubt. No, no, no. I'm giving them the benefit of the doubt. But to your point though, I'll, I'll acknowledge that, okay, if somebody says, well, I've listened to your show, you know, you guys are all right. Yeah, you're, you're right. We're definitely better than average. But my point, though, is what is it that for some reason some people just Can I say make it? Ahutuna, luck. That's and what I'm thinking. I'm going to tell you something else. My okay. friend Vince Kaplack, one of my best friends, uh, got me a birthday present years ago. Years ago. It was at the Civic Arena. It was a speaker's some speakers, right? Okay. So about like Bose 901s or something? The what? The, remember Bose was the big name, the 901s or the 301s? Joe remembers no those. Joe remembers. They were speakers. Oh, I'm ahead. talking about speakers, talkers. Oh, okay. Yeah, I, I know Bose. I'm talking <laughs> about speakers, right? So, okay. So this one guy, I swore to him to tell you the truth. I'm not really exaggerating. He says, okay, here's how I made it in life. And he's a speaker. I had $17 in my bank account. So I asked Joe Hale, Joe, can you borrow, can I borrow $24? Joe gave me $24. Then I invested it in Steve Mancini's company. In three months, I made $500. From $500, I invested it in John Smith's, you know, a tech thing. I made $100,000. And from there, I made $2 million. Now I'm worth $47 million. And here's how you can do it. Go into the hallway and buy my, at the time, a CD and it'll show you. And everybody, remember the old Bugs Bunny thing where they all oh, yeah. rushed out into the theater, <laughs> except for me and Vinny. I'm saying to myself, you got to be kidding me. This, oh, no, he said he was a, uh, what do you call those guys who show you the tour guide for the Grand Canyon? And all of a sudden, he's worth $42 million. Yeah, because people are suckers. Buying his uh, book. By, uh, whatever. Hopefully, he's still doing well. Hold on. But, Things to do. Write book about yeah. success. <laughs> I wrote a book, and it's doing all right. But it's a leadership book, and I've seen some books. I, I love some of these, like even coaching books, you know, how to win, have great players. Well, <laughs> okay. Uh, uh, I it hasn't that. worked for Tomlin yet. <laughs> well, but, but what I'm saying is it is frustrating when you see, like, for example, let's just say, geez, um, off the top of my head, Pat Mahomes for the uh, Kansas City Chiefs. You don't question why he is going to be a Hall of Famer and why he's a zillionaire and why he's going to be X, Y, and Z. No, you don't question that at all. Then maybe there's another quarterback out there. Well, no offense to, what's his name, Trent Dilfer. He's a Super Bowl winning quarterback. He's better than Dan Marino. You know what I mean? Right. He's not. So it's like, damn, you talk about you know luck, luck. Yeah. or at the right place, right? And good for him. That's, you know, he yeah, didn't hurt anybody. Yeah, it's not a bad thing no, for, to be thing. him. But you're yeah. right. It, you know what? You're right. Norm, right there, right place at the right time. Ahutuna, luck. Know. Not that I'm ripping on the guy who made forty two million dollars. If he helps people and he has a game plan on how to, hey, get that's from how you do it, point, right? And and that's good. You go do it. You know, like. Uh, there's some people out there who teach about stepping on glass and they're worth $86 trillion. Well, okay, I'm going to start that. Go get some glass and step on it and pay me. They'll tell me to get the hell lost. But I think if you're not happy where you're at, and again, I don't want to label myself as not being happy where I'm at because I am, I just, I'm happy with what I do. I just feel like I can be going, doing it on a different level. Okay. And sometimes I do step back. And again, I don't mean this in a arrogant way some of the people that i've become friends with or played golf with or have on the show i step back and say damn what the hell am i doing interviewing mario andretti right. you know what i mean or one time I'll never forget I'm, I'm, i was sleeping it was during christmas time and i looked on my phone 
Bruno San Martino, a guy who I just thought was mythical. So I'm blessed in so many ways, but and I'm grateful. But I I just think I could be doing better, you know. And maybe when I get to that point, like if I had a million, I never forget one time Vince McMahon for the WWE, he made the Billionaire Club for real. The, not right. just, and then the next day his stock went down. He was no longer a billionaire. So if you have you know a hundred thousand dollars to your name or a million dollars to your name, and you lose one dollar, you're no longer a millionaire. So for me, I just like to keep going, keep going, keep going. Plus, that's the the adventure of life. Gene Simmons, before you go on, he said one time, the guy from KISS, he says, you're born, you find something that you want to do, you have passion for it, you go after it, you go up and down, you make it, you make a ton of money, then you die. <laughs> you know? So, But at least you're, you're chasing, you're going after it. Well, you're it. living. Money good, I get it. My happiness isn't tied to my money, and I'll give you a good example. Mine is. Oh, no, it no, is, I can appreciate health, that. Health and money, honey. I tell my family that all the time. People, if I said, Steve, what's more important, your left arm and your right arm? Both. Right. Both. What's more important, your health or your money? Hey, yes, well, you want your health. Health oh, first, but yeah. You know, a good example is just recently, I had a good job that I left. It took another job. It took a pay cut, but it was a question of... But good for you that you were able to do it. Well... True, but it was all, but it was a decision that I said, you know, to your the whole point. If you don't, you know, a lot of people that complain. Here's what I say: If you don't like your job, quit, go find another job, but don't complain in life. And I'll also say this one one thing too that I also try to be careful not compare myself to other people because I will be miserable. Great, point. you will they be, tell you not to do that. You will be just miserable. Yeah. So you got to look in the mirror. Where do you want to be? If you're not there, how do you get there? And you can't make excuses. You can't come up with, well, I can't, I'm this, I'm that. No. There are a lot of people of all sorts of, you know, backgrounds that are successful. And some of it is luck. But even luck requires you to put yourself in position. Right, in position. So to sell that book means he had to write the book. He had to come up with the ideas. He had to put it out there. He had to invest something. He didn't make those people buy it. That's right. Because it could have been a plop. Yeah. So the point is even luck requires some work to it. No doubt. But the bottom line is, is you don't like where you're at, then you got to look in the mirror and say, well, where do I want to be? Because if you can't answer that question, then how do you know you're not in a good place? The thing I don't like, and I tell my daughter, I don't ever want to hear this three words. I don't know. Oh. Okay. I, I just, I, I, that I, I don't know what accept. you mean, Claudio. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Like I'm, I'm here saying, okay, I, I think we could be doing better. Not satisfied is the better word. Not not happy is the right word. Not satisfied of where I'm at. Okay. Claudio, what are you doing? Well, I'm coming, I'm coming up with a game plan on, I literally, I come up with a game plan, bullet points. Okay. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. And some of those things work, some of them don't. I think I'm getting closer. Sometimes you get pulled back, but you keep going anyway. And like I, I told you before, there was this speaking engagement thing, which I auditioned for for a year and a half. And trust me when I tell you, it's much easier to speak in front of 10,000 people than it is six, than four, than two. And I spilled my heart out at these four or so auditions. And I finally got it in February. And it was a needle mover. Financially, I said, oh, my God, it's great. And that was before I even had to do the actual work. Right. And then long story short, it, and I thought I was on my way. And the speaking engagements were already going to – I didn't have to line them up. They were going to do everything. They were paying for everything. It was, everything was good, and it just died down. Uh, why does – I have no idea why, to be honest with you. Is it completely dead? I don't think, but it's, it's on the respirator, I guess. But So now what am I doing? Am I happy about it? No. 
the Sam Malone theory from Cheers. Right. Tomorrow I'm going to be okay, but for tonight I'm going to feel bad. I felt bad about it, moved on. Now I'm going after speaking engagements. I'm going after them. And Fred Sanford, uh, Sanford said, said opportunity doesn't always knock. Sometimes you have to call them up and invite them over. Something I said, if nobody, throw, if nobody invites you to a party, throw your own. So maybe I might do a, an, an event myself, rent a facility, send people out, you know, uh, invite people, whatever. But I have a game plan. I'm just not going to sit there and bitch and moan and complain. Right. Because, yeah, at first, sure. But what's that going to do? Doesn't change your situation. You're going to be stuck in the mud. That's right. You're running on a treadmill. You know, we can all we know people uh, who complain and say I should be there. Okay, maybe you should be, but what are you doing to get out of this rut right. to get over? How do you get there? But also at the same time, that nobody owes you. Nope. Nope. You shouldn't. You should be exactly where you are yeah. at the end of the day. Very, very few instances. You know, and I, one last kind of thought because we're coming close to the half hour. But I, but you know what? I used to coach a lot of travel competitive hockey and I used to hear parents whose kids wouldn't make teams oh the coach is this and they just didn't like it, it was all politics you know how many times I've heard it's all politics listen I've been and I'm not saying that doesn't happen but I'm going to tell you right now I have been the person picking the roster because it was my team and when little Johnny didn't get picked there was no like oh, I don't like Johnny's mom or I don't like Johnny's yeah. dad or John Johnny would have to be a total head case. If he was going to have to make that team, barring being a total head case, he was going to make the team, mm-hmm. period. But, uh, you know, there, this excuses, this excuses, if you're not where you're at, if you're not happy where you're at, figure out where you think you should be, come up with a game plan to get there, and go do it. And if you don't get there, you have to look and say, why didn't I get there? Maybe it's just like, you know, for example, if I'm 70 years old and I say, you know what, my dream is to go play quarterback in the NFL. Look, it ain't going to happen. You know, it's just not going to happen. you got to be some realistic about things, but too. But maybe you can be a quarterback coach. Exactly. But there are things you can do that can get you close to it. But you, know? you have to come up with a game right. plan. Not that luck won't happen. Hey, absolutely. I was – But, I was, but, uh, but you, you, you can work your way to luck. You hear that a lot in a lot of games where yeah. they say, you know, oh. like hockey, they talk about the puck luck. Puck luck is created by effort. Yeah. A couple things real quick. Um, when I was a uh, five-year assistant coach in high school, and by no means am I saying, you know, I hate to say this happened good for me, but our head coach who was ended up being like uh, an uncle to me, he's the guy who gave my start in coaching, Rich Wozniacki. Unfortunately, he got into a car accident, and he had to miss that year. I was interim head coach. I got a break. It was lucky for me, unlucky for him. Thank God he was okay. So, so luck, some things have happened. When I was uh, out of coaching, I got a phone call from uh, Ed Driscoll, who was the athletic director slash head coach at Quigley Catholic High School. Very small school, but loved coaching there. Called me up, are you interested in uh, coaching here? And I, you know, I just left Division One, right? And my friend Rick Mitchell, who's been on our show, he said, Claude, you're not in it. Are you in baseball now? No. If you take this job, will you be in baseball? Yeah, then take it. At least you're in that world, and people will see you, and you'll hear things. So, yes, I was made, I was Division One assistant coach. Then I'm making eight hundred dollars a year at Quigley, but I loved coaching there. I was I bloomed where I planted. Then my next job, I was there for uh, two years, ninety nine and two thousand. My next job was my pro job, January two thousand one. So, which I still have. To this day, I have a book. 
I have a game plan. I maybe have contacts that I'm going to contact. Some of them may say I can't help you or not respond, okay? But uh, I'm, I'm going to go after it. I'm sponsors. We're going to go after sponsors. We're going we're gonna to knock on doors. They're gonna, they may say no or they may not respond. Okay, you know what you do? Next. Because you know what? Don't ever, don't ever let no be the reason, you know, that you don't try for the next one. Yeah. You know, because otherwise you're going to get stuck on stupid. You're going to get rejected. You're oh. going to get the no's. So you can't let that, you know, or, or your lack of effort saying, well, I didn't think it was going to work, so I'm not going to bother. It's like, you don't know what's going to happen. You can work your way into positions. And by the way, you said this a couple of times. You used the phrase, bloom where planted. Mm-hmm. And we used to use that a lot when I was in the military. And a lot of people, I'm not picking on young kids because it's a, a old, older uh, workers too. But a lot of people do not understand the whole concept of bloom where you're planted. How can I give you more responsibility if you can't handle the responsibility you have now? If you don't do a good job at your current job, what makes you think you should be promoted? And I am telling you, that falls on deaf ears. And again, but it plays into, well, I'm not happy where I'm at. Okay, well, what are you doing about it? Well, I come to work every day and I, and, and, you know, I bitch and moan and I sit here because I think I should be there. You ain't That's going. Gonna it, it ain't going to work. No, <laughs> it's just no. and people. But, but I'll tell you what. People have that mindset. They really do. And you're just like you. You, you might your... get lucky. Like I said, I got lucky a few times. Maybe I put myself in somewhat of a position. But even like the CMU job, they called me out of the blue. I didn't try for it. Thank God I got it. Or I accepted it. But you know the the, the main thing is you got to stay in line. You got to stay in the game. You got to keep working hard. So you're so when your opportunity does come. You're, you can uh, do what you say you're going to do and be a plus to that team, that organization, that company. But again, if you're not happy where you are, that's okay. And I'm not. Okay, I'm 59 years old. I still have a lot more to go. And, and I still have more accomplishments. But that's a difference between, there's a big difference between saying I'm not happy where I'm at, meaning I'm not unhappy, yeah. versus I'm not, I don't think I've accomplished enough yeah. and I'm not satisfied. I think that's, a, that's, and that's two different things. Because unhappy is, then you need to change your environment. Unsatisfied is, okay, then what else do you think you need to be doing? But the interesting thing is in both cases, you still have to go, okay, where do you want to be? Where do you want to be? Where do you think you should be? And how do you get there? And if you can't, and if you're not prepared to work to get there, look, it's not manna from heaven. It's not going to just fall into your lap. And if it does, you're the, you're the one in a million. Well, and I told you, sometimes it has to, I'm not going to lie to you. Some, some people may say, oh, Claudio was But there was still pieces in place that allowed that to happen. You still had to do something to get to where maybe, maybe you had to do five steps and the sixth one fell into your lap. But if you hadn't done the first five steps, you wouldn't have the sixth thing fall into your lap. You keep at it. Keep at it. Like I said, with our show, we're going to be contacting some networks that are very popular, and uh, hopefully, and maybe we should. Should we mention them? And so we're going to contact SiriusXM. They may hear this show. There you go. But um, and we, we believe in this show, and we're passionate about things, as, as I'm sure you can tell the listeners. And we do want to have impact on people. That is very important to us because so many have had impact on us. As always, we hope you all enjoyed our show. If you want to hear this show again, but our website is uh, www.crsmmedia.com. If you want to hear our Italian show, italianimpactweekly.com. My show, claudiorelsano.com. And as always, thank you, Mom and Pop. Talk to you guys soon. Thank you for listening to Talking Business and Life with Claudio Relsano and Steve Mancini. Tune in next week for more impactful business and life experiences with Claudio and Steve.